0: Welcome to the Real Estate Virgins podcast, where we are here to amplify your business. And I'm here with Jordan Brown. What's going on, everybody? And my name is John Michael Perez. And Jordan, I want to open up this podcast with a question. Why are we doing this?
1: Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why are we doing this podcast? Yeah. We are here to provide value. We're, we're here to make better agents. It's okay. to help new agents, you know, find their way through their career, through the mistakes that we've made, through lessons we've learned. We're basically giving you a shortcut.
0: Yeah. And I'm t- I'm excited about today's podcast because we're going to be talking about marketing, advertising, videos, a ton of jam-packed informational stuff for agents of all experience levels. Um, but I want to toast with Jordan. We got some amazing drinks from pouch six
1: shout out pouch six baby.
0: shout out pouch six
1: best studio podcast here in the area in the world baby Global. in the world
0: they're gonna be their next level they're they're automating podcasting and it's interesting because we just drove into downtown austin and there's a different energy going on down here because it is South by so Southwest.
1: <laughs> South by so what? I yeah. know you wanted to say
0: it. <laughs> South by so what is a, a metal festival that we, uh, we've we played at before. But let's toast.
1: Cheers, brother. <laughs> Boom. They they call this uh, South South by Southwest water. Mm. <laughs> I love it.
0: I like it. Okay. Cool. <sighs> cool. <laughs>
1: <Good>. <laughs> it got gotcha. you. All right. So what are we talking about today? So it's been a little bit since we've had just a, a You and Me episode. Yeah, I know. We've had a,
0: some awesome guests within the last uh, couple episodes.
1: Yeah, and I'd, I'd love to kind of get to know what your feedback is, is as the listener. Do you like hearing from other agents? Do you like hearing from lenders and um, learning kind of different aspects of the business? We hope that it's useful because I sure wish I knew stuff you know from these people and their expertise earlier, earlier in my career. I think it w- would have really helped me. So I think we're going to continue doing that. I'd love to know if there's anyone or any uh, particular area of real estate that you'd like to hear from that we could consider for our next guest. Mm. So that'd be really cool. Uh, let us know. Give us some feedback. Yeah. Um. And also just like personal stuff going on, man. I don't. I know I talked about it. Uh, What's going on in your life? Yeah. I mean, like the last podcast, I think I said that my you know real estate teaches me a new anxiety every week, and it just it doesn't <laughs> stop, man. Like my. <laughs> It's not even just real estate. I think right now I'm just at a really um, – I'm at a very exciting time in my life mm-hmm. and a very um, – thing like, getting out of my comfort zone oh, okay. time in my life. Like, I'm changing up things within my business. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but also, like, I'm – dude, I'm conducting a wedding in 16 days. What? That's crazy. Like, I uh, – Pastor Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clergy member Brown, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I'm really excited about that. It's just something I've never done before. It's it's a huge honor to be a part of, and uh, really looking forward to that. I haven't. I have like a script that's kind of written out, but I don't know anything about. Are you uh, nervous? Oh God, I don't want to ruin anything. That's <laughs> that's all it is. Like I want to do a a good enough job that I'm not noticeable. You know what I mean?
0: So Jordan <laughs> and I were making. We were driving down together. We were carpooling down here in downtown Austin, and it was funny. We were making scenarios in our head, and it was so funny. We were like. We, we are here today for this joyous moment,
1: and before I get started, <laughs> I'm a realtor. My phone number is... <laughs> While you're all visiting here, family and friends, thank you for visiting. Uh, if you happen to fall in love with the area, I am a realtor. My number is 512 <laughs> 337 yeah yeah yeah. doing a little plug uh yeah yeah, you know now that they're married they'll be saving money on taxes which they can use as a down payment on a home and then just use the whole time that you're officiating (laughs) as a big plug for you yeah (laughs) yeah so uh, don't plan on doing that at all (laughs) but (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm super excited these are two really good friends of mine and um, i'm i'm just super stoked to be a part of their wedding in, in a more involved way for the first time in my life so uh joey and vanessa we're gonna kill it nice shout out joey and vanessa yeah so um, that, that's going on uh closings are going on like yeah. we're, our business is doing really well to start 2023 i've had a killer q1 uh there's only a few days left in q1 kind of looking forward to what q2 is going to bring and uh yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, it's already, like, almost mid-March. That's insane. Yeah, I feel like I blinked, and it's already, you know, one quarter of the year down almost. Wow. Um, what about you? What you got
0: going on in your personal life? Well, we had an awesome rookie to rock star class that we had last week. Yeah, that was awesome. I Man, I felt like the, cl- the students were so—, um, so Receptive. E- receptive yeah. and engaged, and uh, it was really cool.
1: That's all you can really ask for as, like, a a presenter or someone who's trying to offer information is just, you know, making sure, like, when you see that people are taking notes, uh, that's, like, the feedback where you're like, ah, yes, I did say something worth (laughs) worth saying, right? Uh, It's almost like, so when John and I were in the metal band, uh, if people weren't moshing to your music, like, they weren't feeling it. And so that was the, the nonverbal feedback that we were receiving. And so it's kind of funny to, to translate that into real estate presentations.
0: Yeah. And then we've got, I've got a crap ton of closings this month. Just closed a big one yesterday. And I think I've got five more closings this month. Um, and then we're close, one of those deals is our Lantana deal, which is a, a property that we purchased together. And then um, buying a flip. And that one's going to be good. i buying it for about $200,000 and going to sell it for way
1: more than that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Have you decided that that's what you're going to do with it is probably just flip it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and the thing was is I was thinking about wholesaling it, you know, maybe just doing a quick sell for around $230, but I don't have enough time, so yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and close it myself. Like
1: trying to find that end buyer, yeah, it's a whole other monster, right? Yeah, so, yeah. well, that's awesome. Uh, you yeah. know, we were just at Champions Real Estate School talking about, you know, talking to the kids who were lear- learning law of agency, over there, just about our brokerage and how there's just so many different ways to to make money within real estate. And John just kind of went over it. There's a, a decision to be made mm-hmm. about you found this property super underpriced. What do you do with it? If you got the time and resources, you can wholesale it. You can uh, flip it yourself. You can turn into a short-term rental. Whatever you want to do, yeah. that's the that's the cool part about real estate. There's more than one way to make money,
0: and not many people know that. They think that there's three ways to make money, and that's represent buyers, represent sellers, and represent leases. But that's it. If <laughs> you have the correct knowledge, you can do so much more, like Jordan just said.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, our last episode was actually Jeremy Knight's episode, which was I thought super informative. Just as a fan of 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 his and like what he's done with his uh, real estate career and being with really heavily involved with video, it was really awesome for me personally to be able to ask him questions yeah. and hear how he's done it. And if you missed that episode, go back and listen to it because it's super informative, very valuable information. You talk, you know, you talk about not just consistency, but some of the like little tricks as far as like when he actually posts his content is important. Yeah, what the thought process is behind that? There's a lot of decisions, uh, micro decisions that are made that seem like they they're random or like they're but they're super calculated. What
0: was your biggest takeaway from the last episode?
1: Man, that's a great question. Um, A couple of things, you know, aside from just YouTube stuff, like I don't I don't even want to focus on on that too much because it's very niche. I Mm -hmm. think a very big blanket statement that he made was and he mentioned it multiple times throughout the uh, the podcast episode was burning the ships. I knew you were going to say that. Yes. And it's true. Like I, you know, you and I talked about it at Champions, actually, where I spent my first year of real estate being part time. I had another part time job. And a lot of people ask you, or or have asked me, how did you know when it was time to go Mm full-time? And it was when my other job was preventing me from servicing my clients to a high level, and it was inconveniencing the times that I could service them. And
0: when I get that question, it's the hardest question to answer because I don't know their personal drive. I don't know where they're at in their head. And the thing is, is that... It's so easy to say burn the bridge, or br- burn the boats. Uh, when in reality, <laughs> some people will burn the boats and m- fail miserably,
1: and they'll sink. That's the thing. Is it's you're right. It is a loaded question. Not everyone was created with equal drive, with equal uh, places in their lives, with where they're at. Like with me, me and my wife worked so hard to get debt free, minus our house. Before I left AT T, mm. that's what it was. It's like we we paid off both of our cars, uh, we had no credit card debt. We were virtually debt free. So if I like, we just set ourselves up in such a good position that I I could easily be like, oh yeah, like I was able to quit. And like it, you know, once it became an issue with my other job, like um, that was whenever I made the decision. But not everyone's gonna have that. And I think you said it perfectly you
0: set yourself up so that you could burn the ship right yeah and when we say burn the ship that means no other option but to succeed to quit that job and go all in on real estate and that's a hard suggestion to make from coming from us because we have that drive not everyone does or not everyone has that
1: why you know yeah like, why should i do this uh, that and it's, it's also like my pipeline i had a very healthy pipeline mm. And so that helped me go from my first year, you know, my first 12 months as a part-time agent, I sold three homes. Not much, right? And then once I went full-time, I sold 16 homes that next year. So how do you go from three to 16? You have to have a healthy pipeline. Yeah, That's why we talk about so much having your 90-plus uh, percent of your time is lead generating. You know, I only have social media because I'm a realtor. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, yeah. I... Like I don't, I don't engage and I don't post about a lot about anything other than real estate. And why? Because that's where my clients are.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, um, big takeaway for me when Jeremy said, he said, um, he asks them like you did at the beginning of this podcast. He asks his audience questions and then uses their questions for his next video.
1: Yeah, like a revolving you know, funnel of questions or funnel yeah. of videos, mm-hmm. like the inspiration. Yeah. And I noticed, like, Jeremy, even after this pod, this a podcast episode that we talked about, he took things that we talked about here and made them an, a video. Like, yeah, And Zilla, that's the thing is you don't Zilla have article. to, you don't have to, like, make it super complicated. Inspiration for videos can come from just about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing was at, you know, think about what kind of questions your audience is going to have. And you ask the question for them, Mm-hmm. And you make the answer in the video. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like
0: it. So you had a, a, a closing recently, and we sort of wanted to wait. Oh, to boy. <laughs> <laughs> we sort of wanted to wait to talk about it. Yeah. But obviously, we're not going to say names or get, go into a big detail. But uh, there... It was a very interesting situation, one of your toughest situations, I would say.
1: Toughest to date, for sure. Um, would you like to talk about that at all? Sure, or yeah. I, I think I'm ready to kind of tell the story. I'm glad that, only because it's closed. I'm so happy that it's, it's done. It's we closed. wiped our hands off it. Um, what a complicated, weird situation this was. Real estate is not all sunshine and rainbows and flowers and kumbaya.
0: Wait, so you're not just getting paychecks for free?
1: No, this this (laughs) one or like for no work? Not not even just that. It was like not everyone who like works with you is gonna like you. Yeah, that's the other thing is you know I I figure once someone works with you and once you do a certain amount of work for somebody, um, there's how how many houses do we show them? Thirteen in total. So. And, Her- then we,
0: and then we get under contract and
1: okay yeah so here's here's <laughs> how let's go into it we uh, never here, here let's start
0: off with this we never complain right uh, try not to we no. never complain <laughs> but this situation was like people
1: this you know, was a weird one we
0: had next to zero rapport we didn't have any type of relationship with these people yeah and they pretty much treated us like crap
1: yeah so this is this is kind of the mostly him <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is kind of what happened is I had a listing in my neighborhood, right? My neighborhood, my bread and butter. This is the place that I live. I eat, sleep, do everything. So I know this neighborhood. And we were priced really competitively. We were priced like forty grand ahead of comps, you know, recent comps from the last two weeks. And so we felt really good about our pricing. And uh, I get a call from this person. And they're like, hey, we're interested in checking out your home uh you're listing in your neighborhood or in this neighborhood but we don't have an agent I'm kind of lit up I'm like hey that's the ideal that's part of it baby like if you can get an unrepresented buyer that's that's what you do listings for right cuz even if this one doesn't work out you can help them buy another property So I was really excited um I go over uh, to meet with them and they roll out like seven deep in the car like they got the whole squad with them, which that's like the first time that's ever happened to me. Did well, you see that meme that I sent you yesterday? <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was pretty good. You want to repeat it? No, you go ahead. I uh, I no, I can't. I can't cuss. Okay, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, and I don't have a problem. Like if you're gonna roll up with your squad, like whatever, I don't. I don't care. It it doesn't matter to me. It just kind of took me took me by you know by surprise yeah. There was a lot of people so anyway uh i get there and they get out of the car i'm like introducing to everybody everyone's like for the most part pretty friendly and we get in and they just start like this one person the mom right where that's the most
0: detail you're that's gonna the get. most
1: detail you're gonna get out of me <laughs> as far as who's involved and what what's happening it was a whole family though and the parents were buying the home for the daughter that's it. That, that's not details. That's not like there's no names or descriptions or anything. It's just there was the family dynamic. Most of our clients have daughters and sons. Yes. Yeah. Who am I talking about? You don't know. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, but I have to explain because, like, I'm talking to multiple people throughout this transaction. So that's okay. that it becomes a little murky there. Um, so basically, they're buying the, the house for the daughter. Daughter loves the house, loves it. Not a single complaint.
0: We've had several clients
1: that are buying houses for their daughters. Yes. (laughs) And the mom is just walking through this listing and just tearing it apart. Like, this needs to be – like, I'm going to turn this half bath into a full bath. And I'm like, I don't know why you would want to – like, sure, okay – uh i want to get rid of dude i want to get rid of the stairwell was like one of her and i'm like how are you going to get up to the second story like (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna teleport (laughs) so she's already like she's just the things that she was pointing out were not things that needed to happen it was just like not her style i guess
0: and so i remember when you were out of town and i was showing them properties and literally every single property there was something that this person was complaining about yes and at one point i was like okay i literally i tried to refrain from being rude because i'm like i have a ton of patience right but when someone's just ripping on every single property there there's more than just the property and so i at one point i sat down and i told this person i said name one thing that you like about this property
1: I was probably like pulling teeth <laughs> and and
0: this person was like, mm, I don't know maybe maybe this room right here this is that's yeah maybe
1: and I'm like, oh my god yeah so so basically like we were not in agreement on where the price was for um, she was you know she, she thought she knew the the area better than me she's like, well, it's a buyer's market right now. And I'm like, yeah, that's why we're priced 40 grand ahead of comps and she wanted to undercut me another 100 grand. So I said, "Hey, you know, not to be disrespectful, I said this is my neighborhood. Um, I know this like the back of my hand. Like we're priced we're priced well. And we've already turned down a an offer. You know, we've only been on the market for 4 days at this point. And we've already turned down an offer that was at 55 grand above what you're saying right now. So do with that information what you will." Um, but anyway, we couldn't come to an agreement there. Now here's the thing is I didn't know this at the time until I got home, but I was really sick as well. That's when I got COVID. And so they asked me before I left, if I would be you know, willing to show them more houses. I said, sure. They had a list of homes that they wanted. I set them up on a portal and everything, but I got home, tested positive for COVID. So I couldn't do it. So I had, I hired John to go show them houses, uh, six houses or seven hired me. Well, yeah, I paid you. Oh, did you pay me? Yeah, I, I don't yeah, I paid, paid this guy. <laughs> this guy doesn't remember like all the small chunk change <laughs> orders anymore. He's too big time. Um, but I'm big
0: time, boys <laughs> and girls.
1: Yeah, if it's not a, a mill, I don't care. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I hired John. He, he goes and he shows him houses while I was sick. I finish up the showings, and I show them six or seven more houses myself. So like I said, 13 in total. And I'm filming videos like of the walkthroughs for them. Uh, the the parents had went back to their home state, uh, which was not Texas, and they couldn't get high quality videos from the daughter. And so I was going above and beyond by filming the videos, putting them together, putting them on my YouTube channel, so they could watch it in high definition.
0: But Jordan, you didn't do anything oh, for them. Nah, dude,
1: it's. You didn't do anything. It made it so frustrating to when, when that all went down. So anyway, here's what happened. Uh, I told them after showing them a full day and paying you to show a full day, I said, hey, I've got another client that I, I'm helping all day tomorrow. Um, I forwarded some new build addresses. I said, feel free to go look. I've already got you registered you know, with the, the builders and everything. So feel free to go look and let me know if you see something you like. They go under contract that day like without telling me or anything like obviously like the the daughter told me because she was super excited but like they didn't say hey we're going to be signing on this it was just hey we signed and I'm like hey like fantastic that's that's incredible congratulations like which house is it trying to get some details um and so I'm like I'm going to send you my representation agreement and this story is why I am absolutely changing the way that I do my representation agreements because of this so I, I send over the documents. The dad is the only one who's on the loan and who's on the, on the purchase agreement. So I'm like, I'm gonna have him sign. The daughter says, can you please have, give my mom access to be able to view the documents? I said, sure. So th- as you know, if, if you use DocuSign, the way you can do that, you add them to the transaction. They're able to go in and view it. They can ask you questions, they can do whatever. And when you're done, you delete them from the agreement or, or from the DocuSign packet, right? Because they're not going to sign. Yeah. It's just you're giving them the, the authority to be able to look at the documents. We do that, and they finish up. Dad signs. Uh, the mom even texts me and says, I can't hit finish. And I'm like, yes, that's because you're not signing. Uh, I'll, I'll fix that for you. And so I removed her from the agreement. John calls me. About an hour later and says, dude, you will not believe the conversation I just had. Tell him tell him kind of how that sounded and, and what was said and things like that. Um, this person basically was just screaming at me saying like. And I don't know why they called John. Like I I sent them the information that said this is my supervisor. I do not work for John. Yeah. John and I work together. We're on a team together. But that's the extent of our relationship from from a a hierarchy standpoint. Yeah. So this
0: person called me and was like, "Hey, you know, he's trying to get around me signing for the contract. We're purchasing this house, and we don't want him on the
1: contract." And John has no context either. She literally calls out of the blue, like John hasn't talked to them since he showed them houses. Yeah. And so, I mean,
0: after you know showing them 13 houses or whatever and getting them under contract i think they're just like weren't happy with they i don't i think this person was vindictive honestly
1: yes this 100 percent. i think this person is just evil like i hate to say it that way i think this was a very this is the first time i've dealt with someone who was like not a good person like I and we didn't
0: do it anything wrong
1: yeah so i think in as far as like the not getting me information or something, this is what had happened is they asked me a question about the solar panels on the house and I don't work for the builder. So I have to call and ask the builder to get that information. Builder was off that day. And so wasn't responding or anything like that. She said, I'll get you some more info tomorrow. I texted them. I said, Hey, builder's not available right now. will get you that info first thing tomorrow. And apparently that was me not doing anything and didn't n- not responding to them and not getting information. Yeah. Because, um, but was, <laughs> all that being said, we got through it, right? And how did we get through it? You sort of just stopped. I it. just took the stop something. Yeah. So basically, like I tried to remedy it. John told me what they had said. So I switched all my communication to text, and I'm so glad I did. And let this be the, the main takeaway for you, who's listening. I switched all my communication over to text so that I had a track. A, a record of mm-hmm. everything that was being said. Yep. Um, my my attitude and everything was super positive. Absolutely. And I wanted to, to maintain that throughout, no matter how they treated me. And we just could not come to a, a middle ground of understanding of why things were happening the way that they were. And so I just said, you know what? If you have any questions, the builder is there to help you. I'm obviously here if you need me. And I told the builder that as well. I said, I'm going to still do my job. But I'm gonna be very hands off from mm-hmm. here on. Yeah, and we got it closed. And the funny part is, is I felt like when I told the builder this, she was just like, "Oh, I don't, sure, whatever." Like that's that's a you problem. She got a little taste of it near the <laughs> end of that. They were supposed to sign uh, like five days before they did, and they they were about to they were threatening to pull out of the contract because the builder wouldn't paint the blinds of like a purple color what crazy like an opinion piece wow so
0: anyway we've sold and let me preface we've sold hundreds and hundreds of homes so like we never complain but when there's someone that's like out to get us for some reason like we're trying to navigate this problem and as everyone that's listening knows, like most of an agent's job is putting out fires, yeah, and and we're doing the best, the absolute best we can with the within the ability that we have, and I'm just so proud of you for getting through that because it's definitely a learning lesson, you know. I mean, what, I mean, there's so much, you know, we could have just given up, you know.
1: Yeah, and I mean, so the other part to this that we didn't even say, she was messaging like my broker saying like I want Jordan to volunteer to not get paid for this <laughs> and shout out to, to Alex who had my back through the entire thing um he was like Jordan this is not the first time I've dealt with like this kind of person it won't be the last Whatever outcome you want to have happen is what's going to happen. And I love it. Yeah, had my back the whole way. Shout out there.
0: So, big learning Uh, lesson for all the new agents is if you don't have rapport with this person, rapport with these clients, or you don't have a good relationship with them, definitely get that buyer's rep signed. As soon as possible. I mean, always leave with value, right? Like, n- don't make it the first thing before you even start talking to them. Uh, don't make it the first thing, which most people are going to tell you to do the opposite and say, hey, before you even start talking to them, send them a buyer's rep. And in my opinion, that's too salesy. Yeah. That's too, like, starting off the relationship with, hey, I need something from you. But when there's
1: it- there's nothing wrong with protecting yourself. For sure. Nothing wrong with protecting yourself at all. And For if sure. they will not sign a buyer's rep with you, what does that tell you? Yeah for sure it's either they're not serious about working with you or they're just wasting your time for sure that's it yeah
0: yeah all right
1: so moving on with the story (laughs) moving on i got paid baby Yeah, that's the main thing like we got it done yep yep yep. jordan got paid and (laughs) everyone's happy i think Uh, yeah. yeah i think so
0: um okay so we're almost uh what we're two and a half months into the year yeah dude crazy crazy right um this year's been awesome. We toasted at the beginning of this podcast because it has been so awesome. Um, but is there anything different or uh, new that you're implementing in this year that you weren't before?
1: Yeah, so I've got the I've joined up with you on the Power Hour, which Ooh. is really cool. So you want to exp-
0: p- you want to explain what a Power Hour? Is?
1: Absolutely. So Power Hour is essentially a time one hour, or you can make it however long you need. Where on Sundays, we get together at a neutral location. That's not your house. It's not your work office. It's just somewhere you go where you can relax. Maybe a coffee shop. That's where we go. And we get an hour dedicated to ourselves. We turn our phones in airplane mode. We try to put them away and don't look at them or anything. And we get done whatever task we missed that week. We plan out what the week looks like and just work on things and within our business and it gets us really set up for a strong uh a strong week it, it i know it helps me just be able to say okay I, I have monday tuesday wednesday open what can i fill that time with what am i missing do i need to do follow up there who haven't i talked to in in two months mm-hmm. you know going through my crm and updating contact information going through and putting notes about who you know what movement has happened since i last touched this contact
0: yeah and you know there's that saying is that if you don't uh plan uh, if you don't
1: f- if you fail the plan you plan to fail yeah if you fail the
0: plan you plan to fail and so that's why it's so important to take at least one hour before the following week to plan out your week because it just gets you in the right mindset um as well as uh, we have uh in jordan congratulations to jordan just got into our Secret, super secret mastermind. Let's
1: go! And,
0: um, <laughs> yeah, we voted in him. Voted him in last week, and if it was just up to me, he would already be in it. But it's a, it's a group of um, the Jedi Council. Yeah, it's called the Jedi Council.
1: Um, uh, so before you go into yours, I did a, a second thing that That's I'm, I'm kind of testing out. Is I'm kind of changing up the the flow of my posting. Okay. So I feel like you know we obviously have this podcast. And, and we post a lot of our clips on online. And a ton of the people that follow me, in my opinion, they don't engage much with those mm-hmm. in particular. So what I'm trying to do is kind of mix in yep. different kinds of content. Um, I'm seeing a lot more engagement with things like asking, you know, how much, you know, the little heart eyes emoji. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. can, yeah. If, and I'll post like a wallpaper or something like a, or, or an open concept kitchen or living space, whatever. And I'll ask what people's opinion on on it is. And I get so much more involvement and messages from that than I do, say, the podcast. But it's still important that I get the podcast clips out. Mm -hmm. But instead of someone seeing it it and maybe automatically skipping because they already know the type of content that I'm putting out, now I'm putting in home tours. I'm putting in, again, opinion pieces, things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's that pattern interrupt. So if every single day your client or your prospect is seeing the same type of video it's they're going to just get used to it and they're just going to keep scrolling but if you can add something new something different um, and sort of get their attention get their engagement it's going to create so much more activity on your page and on your content and I agree 100 percent something new that I'm adding in in 2022 is that I'm just being more of a team player. I'm allowing more people to do more things and uh, trying to trying to really uh, allow people and what they're good at do what they're good at. You know, so like for in, for example, Deidre, she's amazing at uh, event planning. Mm-hmm. So she's just going all in on event planning now. And, uh, you know, at one point I wanted her to help me with contracts and I wanted her to help me with uh, graphics and stuff like that. She does every once in a while sure but she's really talented at event planning yeah she is so she is our go-to community manager um
1: and she's trained up to be a realtor she's gonna be she's going to kill it she is she She is is going to kill it i'm very excited for her yeah but we're we're excited to have her on our team and like john said i think it's awesome that you're able to kind of let loose a little bit on the things that you know maybe aren't are a little more tedious right and it's, it's, Hey, like if you can set up this event for me, that helps me focus on contracts and clients and mm-hmm. lead gen, so all the things that I need to keep going that, you know, the event is not.
0: Yeah. And so also I have this dad's group that, uh, I started about two years ago and, uh, Hundred percent honesty, like it's an amazing place for for me to build genuine relationships. Um, But what I'm noticing is is sometimes it does take up a lot of my time. So uh, what I've done was is I and it's it's a really good community builder and giving back to the community, right? So uh, what and there's a lot of people that want to be involved. And so now it's like, hey, if you want to be involved and you want to take leadership, like go ahead, do it. And that actually takes time off of my my capacity out of my capacity so that I can focus more on real estate.
1: Have you have you said on the podcast what the goal for the dads group is? The big vision goal? Like the you know what I'm talking about? Your yeah. brick and mortar?
0: Yeah, dads HQ? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So a big big vision big dream for the dads group that we started is to open up a facility with a basketball court, a gym, uh, maybe even a business area where dads can uh, work remote, go in and work remote. Um, And we've already got people looking at investing in it, which is really cool. but as of now, the way we're raising money is through events. So we had a casino night the other a couple Super weeks ago. Super fun. Yeah, we had a ton of fun with that. Um, but it's cool because not only are we sharing that vision, but people are starting to believe in that vision.
1: Yeah, they're buying in, man. I, yeah. I see it in the group and I'm just like, wow. Like, and we're
0: having fun, you know? And that's the thing is like, people want to. Feel like they're a part of something. They want to be connected with other people that are have similar ish- interests, and um, that's what uh, that's one cool thing that I'm just super proud of the dads group.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So next thing we're going to be talking about transitioning back into real estate is we're going to be talking about marketing yourself, Ooh. marketing strategies for new agents. And I'm going to kick us off here. Okay. So one thing that I noticed that I was guilty of. And I notice a lot of newer agents or agents that don't have a lot of business going on right now. All you want to do is is be known by everybody that you're an agent. You just want everyone to know, hey, I'm a realtor and I'm here to help you, right? And a lot of your advertising comes off that way, right? It's it's a lot of, hey guys, I'm a realtor. Look at me over here, I'm a realtor. But it's not providing value, and I think there's a lot of um, a lot of missed opportunity. With these posts that people are making, to lead with value first, and people will know you're a realtor from that. You know, instead of saying, "Hey, I'm a realtor, come work with me," and then you get the value, lead with the value. Say why people should want to work with you.
0: That is so good.
1: Like, why should people care that you're a realtor? There's 19,000 of us in this area. What separates you from 19,000 other people? Lead with that. You know that's one thing, and and also there's a lot of. uh, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, uh, we were doing videos, and somebody was
0: asking me. You know, I was scheduling with a. We're actually going to
1: talk about this
0: later, so never mind. Go
1: ahead. Okay, no worries. Um, so another thing is, I'm trying to change my personal, like the way that I'm advertising stuff as well, because again, I am guilty of this also, where I've said things like, uh, you know, marry the house, date the rate you know, if you're, if you're renting, you're paying a mortgage, you just, it's just not yours. And I had never thought of it this way until I saw a video that asked for feedback where it was, if you're a consumer, how does content like that make you feel? And it's like, it almost feels like you're being shamed by a realtor for renting. And in some scenarios, renting is the best option for that person. You know, in Austin, depending on where you're at, renting might be cheaper. Um, in the greater Austin area than owning. There's you can go all day about the pros and cons of each, but at the end of the day, it's up to the, the consumer to decide when it's right for them. You don't want to bully them into, you know, oh man, I'm a dumbass for renting. Like so and some of the content can come off that way. I think that's the main point that I'm getting at. 100%. Instead of maybe you should educate, maybe the focus should be more on educating the benefits of home ownership versus the cons of renting if that makes sense yeah 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 cool so that's what i'm focusing on that's that's the the cleaning up of the my marketing uh this year is focused on a lot more of the positive side instead of just dogging people for renting yeah because some people like you're in a there's certainly people in a situation where rents have rents and uh mortgages have gotten so high like interest rates are high right now we relatively speaking when you're talking about like you know a 6% interest rate on a $200,000 house that's a lot different than a 6% interest rate on a $400,000 house yeah and so not everyone is in a position to buy they don't have the money saved up they don't have the credit score where it needs to be there's different reasons why people rent and i need i need to look at myself and say i need to stop shaming these people and more uplift them and encourage them that you know purchasing is in your future for sure yeah, yeah.
0: Um, when it comes to social media and marketing, I think one of the most important things is to take social media marketing classes, but, uh, some of the tips and tricks that I want to share right now is one, set up your socials, obviously make sure everything looks very cohesive together. I would probably put the same profile picture on your Instagram, your TikTok, and your Twitter or your, you know. Facebook, just so that people, when they start seeing your face, they're going to start recognizing you as, you know, John Michael Perez, you know, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just like our our caps, like our caps
1: have our logos. It has our colors. Everything's cohesive. Yes. So when you see like my shirt, it has the same colors as my hat. Yeah. Um, So
0: people are going to start. Um, putting the colors with your name and your face all together.
1: Yeah. And I notice a lot of, especially, uh, like multi-level pyramid schemes, moms, moms out there with their herbal teas and slim waist and all that, uh, they have gotten really smart with their marketing and they put like fil- the same filter over all their pictures so that it all looks uniform. Yeah.
0: And, and that's really good for marketing.
1: It know? is. Um,
0: Yeah. And then also um, always have a landing page. I know I've said that several times within several of our episodes, but having a landing page so that when people start noticing you and they start thinking about buying or selling or, you know, leasing, that they can remember you and then go to a page that has your testimonials that has, you know, uh, maybe a place that they can go look at houses or have has a place that
1: they can contact you because that's so important. Can you share what what landing pages you use if you're comfortable with that? Like, I know I use Linktree. I love Linktree because – and the reason I like Linktree is you can pull your, like, the different things that they can go to from all over. Like, I have a link to my YouTube channel. I have a link to my website. I have a questionnaire where if they're ready to buy or sell, they can fill it out. Um, What – what kind of landing pages do you have, or like, what sources do you use for that? So I have a few. One is uh, Linktree, like you, um,
0: and that has the links to all of our things. So our podcast. Uh, if you want to start searching for homes, then that goes to my KV Core website, and then on my KV Core website, you can start searching for houses within Leander, Cedar Park, three bed, two bed houses. And then one cool thing about that website is is that the pros- the prospect has to put their information in before they start looking at houses. So, you know, you give us your information, we'll let you have access to the website.
1: Yeah, and sometimes you and you can customize that too where it's after three property searches or maybe oh. on the first one or maybe before. So, it's cool like you can almost kind of bait people in where it's like, "Hey, check out this listing and it's on your website," right? It's this, you know, this I really didn't know nice, that. Yeah. So, it's this really nice uh, you know, let's say you have a house that you wanted to advertise. It's a landing page on your site, and you put it on there. And if they get curious and they switch over and they start looking somewhere else, they can look up to like one, two, three, however many you want. And then it pops up and says to continue searching, fill, fill this out. That's awesome. So you get them to go. You give them the bait. Mm-hmm. And then you hook them with the, with the contact input. Ooh, I like that. Also, another thing is, uh,
0: professional headshots are very important. Just have something that makes you look like the professional, uh, because a lot of times, a lot of your clients might be people that they know you from your past life, and so they're going to remember you as the jokester, (laughs) or they'll remember you as uh, the the painter, or the server, or the waiter, or you know, they'll remember you as that. But now that you have these professional photos, they're going to start thinking of you in a different light, and then start seeing you selling houses, and then they're going to put everything together and say, I want to work with this person.
1: Yeah. And it can take a little while to make that happen. But whenever you do all of these things that we're talking about, it speeds that process up. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. For people sure. stop looking. Like John said, the quicker you can make people stop looking at you as your old job or your old profession and start looking to you as the professional realtor and the professional real estate expert. The better you're gonna be for it.
0: Because I'm not gonna lie, I was the class clown when I <laughs> when I was growing up, right? Yeah. And so if I I had that perception of like I'm always a jokester, right? And that's the thing, is like people aren't gonna take me serious if they only think about me as the class clown.
1: Yeah, and you can still be that. Like if you're if you're in your group and you're the funny person, there's nothing wrong with that. But in your presentation of things, people expect a very high level of professionalism Mm -hmm. when they're dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars in transactions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, For sure. Yeah.
0: I I agree. Um, Okay. So I wanted to get a little detailed on some instructions on how to put a video together. Is that okay? Let's hear it. Perfect. So here's a checklist um, and I'm going to read it out loud because I wrote it. So First off, when you're wanting to do a video, let's say you're a a brand new agent, you don't have a listing, or you don't have any friends that have listings. Uh, One thing that I did when I first started was I would call the listing agent of a potential property. And I would say, hey, my name is John Michael Perez. I'm with Brokerage, Taifke Real Estate, uh, just for example. And I'm wondering if there's a good time that I could go by 123 Main Street and take a few videos for some potential clients. When would be a good time for that, right? And so that's the first step. Call the listing agent, ask them when's a good time that you can take some videos for some potential clients. Then you go out there And there's a few things people are like, okay, well, what do I make a video about, right? Should I talk about, you know, I don't know, the color paint, or should I talk about how old the (laughs) roof is? You know, so I'm going to put some checklists for you. Just these are the things that you need to talk about in a video, okay? So one, hi, my name's John Perez. I'm at the address, right? So the first thing is the address. The second thing you should talk about is bedrooms and bathrooms. How many bedrooms, how many bathrooms? Third thing is how big is the house, right? So how many square feet
1: does this These are all things to reel people in and to make them start thinking about, like, what their home needs to look like. Exactly, exactly.
0: Number four, what year was the house built? Number five... Is there an HOA? And if there is, what are the fees or what comes with the HOA, Mm -hmm. right? Amenities, uh, you know, stuff like that. And number six is, you know, what comes with the HOAs. Um, I may have repeated myself. Number seven, uh, why do you love this home,
1: right? That's a good one because you're trying to sell the idea of the house, right? Mm -hmm. If all these specs are great, but what does that do to separate it from the next house that's just like that? Yep. You know, we just did one yesterday and it was an incredible home. Like I was really happy with the the one that we filmed, the ones that we filmed. And I made sure in my video to say this is in a quiet part of a very popular neighborhood. And so that that makes it to where you're starting to envision like, great, this is a great area because it's a popular sought after neighborhood. But I don't know if I want to be on the hustle and bustle. Maybe, maybe it's on a main road. Like I'm taking away all that concern for you by saying behind you there's a there's a trail. You, there's no neighbors behind you. Mm-hmm. It's super quiet. Like I think in my video you can even hear, hear like the birds chirping, which yeah. is pretty cool. Like it just made for a really cool ambiance. The it's video.
0: a beautiful neighborhood.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. John lives there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I just told you
0: seven things. So one through seven, right? And so what I'm gonna do is. I'm going to give you an example example of a script. I'm going to go through one through seven, okay? So, hi, this is John Michael Perez. We're here at 123 Main Street at this beautiful four-bedroom, three-bath home with 2,000 square feet. The home was built in 2005 with HO way fee of $50 a month, and this home is not far from a pool, parking, and shopping, right? And so that's the example for how to make a video.
1: Yep, and so... D- Another question we get sometimes is like, what kind of equipment are we using for oh, these videos? Question. And so, e- everyone's different, right? Like, we're not saying you have to do this, we're not sponsored by these people. All we're trying to do is share what we use to make it easier for you, take some of the guessing out of it. And so, I think a non negotiable that you have to have is a microphone of some sort. Oh, yeah. Um, because we've and what's funny is we do a lot of our filming on our iPhones, mm-hmm. you know, the, the phones have gotten. Phone cameras have gotten so sophisticated now. Like you can even film. Like I hear people film like short films on it and stuff like that. So it'll do for your YouTube video or for your social media yep. video. I mean, but it's like 4K. Is it most? most yeah, a lot of them have 4K, or 60 or... frames per second. Like there's there's a lot of really cool features in in your what's in your pocket. But so. the big problem is audio. Right? Yes. And so there's equipment that you can
0: buy that you can literally attach to your iPhone, and so now you're. It's funny because if the audio is good, your video – it makes your video look so professional.
1: If if your audience is anything like me when I'm watching a video, if I'm on a YouTube video and I click on it and your audio sucks, I'm out of there. Oh, yeah. I'm gone. I like instantly. I agree. So uh, what kind of uh, equipment do
0: we use? For so audio? we use
1: Rode, R-O-D-E. Uh, they make some really good equipment. It's very uh, – you know, they have like the receiver, which, which you connect. You can even use just the receiver or, or, sorry, the receiver plugs into your phone. And then you have the microphone. You can either handhold it. You can clip it onto your, your shirt, whatever you want to do. And I bought an extra extension. It's like a, a wired mic to where I can put, you know, that into my pocket. It goes under the shirt. And it's a very small, very low profile, uh, high quality microphone with really good audio. Mm -hmm. So that's what I use. I also use the DJI Osmo. I think it's, it's either Osmo or Osmo. I can't remember, but it's a a handheld dongle, funny word, uh, for your phone. And basically it's this thing that stabilizes the video on your, on your iPhone video so that when you're walking, it doesn't look like you're doing this, like you're bouncing around. It just it makes everything so smooth. You're able to kind of do those gliding shots where it's just like, check out this awesome kitchen. Like, look at this, and it goes real seamlessly into the the open concept living room. Do you show every room? <sighs> no, I I don't. So I I don't show like garages. Okay. Um, I don't show if there's a. I try to show things that highlight the home. Okay. It, it's mainly like here's here's why you should get excited. Like, um, I don't show a lot of closets. Okay. Yeah, me either. But. That one yesterday, that closet was a selling point. It was, huge. and we made sure to include it because it was a huge walk-in closet. I mean, it was probably twenty feet long, maybe not, maybe fifteen feet long by like eight feet deep. It was a huge closet.
0: Another important question, and this is everybody thinks of this, right? Do you do vertical or do you do horizontal videos?
1: Yes, yes. Good answer. I do both because if, if I'm there, if I'm gonna take the time to schedule a show or a showing to video tour this property, I'm gonna maximize my usage while I'm there. I'm gonna get the horizontal so that my YouTube audience can look at this property. So so say that again. Horizontal is for YouTube. Yep. Horizontal is for YouTube because it, it fills in the space for YouTube. Vertical form is everything else. It's my YouTube shorts, it's my TikTok, it's my Instagram. And there you have it. So, yes, I do both. I do two different walkthroughs, one vertical, one horizontal. Yeah, and it's a lot easier than you think. It's not, like, too much extra work. Yeah, and once you complete one, you almost kind of – it's almost like a cheat code to the next one because yeah. you already know, like, okay, once I turn this corner, I want to highlight this. This wasn't really worth it in the first video. I'm going to keep moving on. So it's its a very – I mean, you probably spend half the time on the second video as you do the first one.
0: If you go check out our Instagram accounts, at um, John Michael Perez. At Jordan sells ATX. There's going to be videos and uh, and examples of what those videos look like. So uh, yeah, and another thing that what I was going to say is that if you don't have the money for an Osmo, um, I would rather spend it on the road mic, only because. A lot of the stabilization now in the most recent iPhones, at least, mm-hmm. is, is getting a lot better, right? So – and one thing I would say is that when you are doing videos, try to to pan it like this or, or slowly move things, right? Because s- – frames that are just in one spot are a little boring and like we were talking about in the beginning of the podcast is that pattern interrupt right so every i don't know three four five seconds do a different clip and then also have it moving so that for some reason when people are watching videos and it's moving they want to keep watching it
1: yeah that goes into like almost the psychology behind that's why like tiktok is so popular right you're trying to not lose people's attention spans yep and so in this new era of short attention spans where you have, like, I think you have, like, one and a half seconds to hook your audience on, on like, short-form videos. I believe it. Which is crazy. Um, but, like John was saying, there's something, too, where if you're constantly moving, that's really key to keep people interested. Mm-hmm. Because if you're on one shot for, like, three seconds or something, people start going, okay, is the video over? Is this it? This is why are we not moving? They start like getting impatient, right? Yeah.
0: And also, um, when it comes to uh, getting people's attentions, adding captions to some videos as well. Most of our videos are our videos where you add captions, and I've got great guys that can do it. You know, it's very affordable. Jordan uh, edits his own videos with an app. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, I think it's just called the Captions app. It's like a purple. If you go into the App Store and type in Caption, it's a purple with a C in it. Um, it's like fifty bucks for the year. It's a little time-consuming because you've got it. Like I still go through and I have to clip all my, you know, I take the the bulk of the videos and I trim them down into bite-sized pieces and things like that. So there's time spent on that. Um, but once I have that done, and I export it to my phone. Then boom, I pull it up and I can have a video captioned in a minute. That's awesome. So cool. So that's a little pro tip there for you. And so I
0: just want to circle back around. Once you are good at doing these videos, it starts becoming like you're riding a bicycle. Um, it starts becoming so much easier. But the main thing that I want to emphasize is that you guys need to go out and actually it, right? It's all fun and Danny to listen to us talk about it. And so many agents just sit at home and do nothing and watch these videos and listen to what we have to say, but they don't actually go out and do it. And the most important thing is to take action.
1: Yeah. And we're talking to ourselves there as well. there's, there's days during the week where I've got absolutely nothing going on. And I know how hard it is to just be like, I need to go do something real estate related. And it's great because video is just always possible. It's there. There's so many listings out there that you can just real easily go look into a nearby neighborhood, maybe even your own neighborhood. So you don't even have to go outside your neighborhood Mm -hmm. and go make a sick video, tour the property. People love home tours. Mm -hmm. That's a crazy... That's why there's HGTV. HGTV is basically built on home touring. Yep. Like there's a whole industry behind it.
0: I honestly didn't like HGTV HGTV until I got into real estate, which is funny, but... Now I love it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, we're gonna leave you with this. We're gonna be putting together a cool, cool little some courses, some masterminds. Uh, we're still working on that, uh,
1: but we're teasing it. It's yeah. coming because we we understand that as newer agents, there's you know as much as we're trying to help by giving a podcast episode and things like that, there's needs to be a little more handholding for some people mm-hmm. who uh, they need like a there's no guidebook to success. Yeah. There's no. Uh, you know, it, we've talked about how in, in your licensing exam, it's mainly just how to not get in trouble. Yeah. There's not anything about growing your business. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about thinking about the end and, uh, what exit strategies you want to have for, for real estate and how to, what, does what representing a buyer even look like? Yeah. Like there's just all these questions out there that we're going to piece together and answer for you over time. And it's going to be a kick ass course. Oh yeah. Maybe that's what we should call it. Kick ass course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you so
0: much for listening. Uh, I think this was super valuable. And uh, if you liked anything you heard from us, please share it with a friend. Um, push like, push subscribe, and comment.
1: <laughs> you know, there we go. Share with some. If, if maybe you were listening and you thought of somebody who's who's a real estate agent who could benefit from this, reach out to them, share the episode with them. Uh, we'd much appreciate it. I'm sure they would too. So, yeah. But Be- besides that, Go be great. Go be great. See you guys.